What is up, guys, and welcome to the Every Guy's Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Thomas Lee, and I have the very most special guest with me here, uh, Noah Chapman. He has been with us uh, on the weekly matchup episodes, um, and uh, and so I'm excited to have him tonight. Say what's up, Noah. What up? <laughs> oh, my God, I love when you do that. I'm, like, talking to me, like, what up? <laughs> I freaking love that. Um. Uh, again, guys, we're going through the week four matchups, and uh, I, and then we've got – we picked um, – I, I called it my guys, but, you know, me and Noah, Noah texted me and was like, hey, let's pick one person from every position that we know uh, is going to exceed, uh, you know, expectations this week without a doubt. And then we've got obvious DFS picks for you guys because everyone loves daily fantasy. So uh, I'm excited for this episode. Let's get into it. All right, moving on to the Ravens at Washington. Um, again, on I'll just go ahead and start with the Washington side. The only person I want is is Terry McLaurin. Yep, that's the um, only Washington I would rather have that I would play as well. Now, a sneaky DFS play could be J.D. McKissick for his uh, pass catching ability. He's you know he's seeing more snaps than Antonio Gibson. I like Antonio Gibson way more than I like J.D. McKissick, but J.D. McKissick is a pass catching back. And so this is going to be the game script that they have. That's why J.D. McKissick is on the field. It is not because he's better than Antonio Gibson. It's because game script always fits J.D. McKissick. And so he could be a sneaky play. Um, uh, you you kind of saw what Clyde Edwards-Hilaire did, you know, not on the ground, but through the air. Uh, and uh, it's, a sh- it's a short week. And so, I mean, he could get 60, 70 yards, making him a great uh, flex play in deeper leagues. Yeah, yeah, I see that as well. I'm not playing Antonio Gibson this week. If I had to pick between the two this week, I would rather have J.D. McKissick. Yeah. Um, and kind of my bold prediction this week is this is the game Dwayne Haskins gets benched. Oh, yeah, um, I completely agree. Kyle, and I want Logan Thomas once he's benched. Yeah. Uh, What's his name? Kyle Allen loved the tight end position when he oh, was yeah. That's the backup. Ron Rivera already loves Kyle Allen. I mean, he coached the Panthers last year. And Kyle Allen was his quarterback. And then Ron Rivera takes the head coach position at Washington, and then they sign Kyle Allen. So he pro- he wants Kyle Allen to play. And Kyle Allen is a better quarterback than Dwayne Haskins. I think it probably hurts Terry McLaurin if Dwayne Haskins goes out because he doesn't have that deep connection with Kyle Allen like Dwayne Haskins does. Um, but I'm not too worried about Terry McLaurin still. He's still one of the best receivers in the league. So it's interesting that you said that because I had DJ Moore last year and DJ's Moore's production because of Kyle Allen was insane. So, and so I actually see that happening with Terry McLaurin. So I, so the thing I think about that is I like the deep connection with Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Kyle Allen will probably give people like Logan Thomas and Terry McLaurin. He'll probably get more. He'll probably catch more passes in uh in effect of Kyle Allen taking over as the quarterback but I don't know if yeah. I have those huge like like 60 70 yard touchdowns that we saw last year um but yeah I mean I'm not too worried about it either way but yeah that's, that's Terry McLaurin only Washington player I would want this game so on the Raven side um, Lamar Jackson is a huge buy low candidate right now. I mean, people are going to be so like, you know, down on him. Uh, if you're not buying Lamar Jackson, then I don't know what's wrong with you. Yeah. I actually um, got Lamar Jackson today in a league. I, he needed a tight end. I gave him, he's a Titans fan. I gave him big Ben and Jonu Smith for Lamar Jackson. 
Oh, I would do that 10 out of 10 times. Oh, Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. my Lord. Is it a PPR league? Half point. Oh, my gosh, yes. Oh, yeah. my Lord, yes. Yep. Now, this is my this is my bold take on this game, actually, is that Gus Edwards is going to be the best running back for the Ravens. I feel like they're going to be so ahead. And that's why you're like, why is Gus Edwards seeing so much work? No, he's a great he's a great running back, but he runs whenever they're ahead. And I expect him to be so ahead this week that he sees the most carries and he probably has a great game. Honestly, um, Hollywood Brown, I actually traded for Hollywood Brown today. I actually got two players that involved Hollywood Brown for one, and I only had to send Will Fuller. That's it. Uh, and I got Mercedes, or, or I always call him Mercedes, Hollywood Brown and um, Cole Beasley for just Will Fuller because this person had to shout Watson. Oh. So, um, I mean, I won that trade by a mile. I mean, I love Hollywood Brown. I love his playmaking ability. He would have had a big and, uh, you know, would have been a little bit more accurate on his throws in this game. But yeah. He's a buy low. He's a if he has another bad game, buy him so low. I mean, I think you could trade AJ Green for him uh, if he has another bad game. Honestly, so I mean, he is such a buy low uh, target for me. If you go watch him run routes and just him blow past people, and then obviously yeah. you got Mark Andrews. You Mark Andrews is an every week start. Yeah, are those the only people? Like, would you play any of the running backs from there? Like, I know you. The way you talked about Marquise Brown, I assume you would play Marquise Brown, and Mark Andrews is one of the most productive wide or tight ends in the league the past couple of years. Or, I'd yeah, play Gus so. Edwards. That's my that's my bold take. Is really? I would play Gus okay. Edwards. So you would. Yeah. So you would over. Would you play him over Miles Gaskins this week or something? No, I would play him. So if you have Mark Ingram and you didn't pick up J.K. Dobbins or or if you didn't. Well, I don't know if you could pick up J.K. Dobbins. He's probably drafted in most leagues. But if you didn't pick up Gus Edwards by now, you're freaking crazy. Um, if I had Mark Ingram and I've been starting him and I'm really disappointed that I have Gus Edwards on the bench, I'm playing Gus Edwards this week. Yeah, okay. So me and you differ on a little bit things there. The only thing we really agree on is Mark Andrews. Uh, Hollywood Brown, I love the guy as a talent. I think he's great. They just, I don't think they want to pass the ball, really, with that offense. And even if they do um, – Hollywood Brown, I had him last year. He was always – he had, like, two or three games where he had massive games, kind of like what you would see out of, like, old Deshaun Jackson. He would just have massive yep. games, and then he would just, like, put up, like, a measly, like, like two or three catches for, like, 40 yards, which is still okay, I guess. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's just where I, where I am. I, th- I think if you can go get uh, Marquise Brown, he's a great player to have because, like, when you're in those types of situations where if it's you're going into, like, a Monday night game – and you're down by like a lot of points and you have to choose between like say i don't know just like 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 well let me give you a scenario yeah if you have ty hilton and he has a good game this week would you be willing to ship ty hilton off for hollywood brown yeah i would rather have hollywood brown than ty oh my lord yes yeah i would rather have hollywood brown than ty um i just don't like i don't like having players um and and shallow leagues like, if you have a really deep league where you have, like, three or four flex positions, like in a couple leagues we're in, um, then I would love Marquise Brown because those leagues are normally pretty deep and you normally want at least one or two guys that can just blow up and win you a week. Um, and see, that's where I have – that's where I, I uh, made that trade. Yeah, okay. I was in a deep league like that. Okay, like, yeah. I'm not playing Hollywood Brown over Kenny Galladay uh, or e- – I'm not even playing Hollywood Brown over Mike Evans. I mean, no way in heck would I ever do that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not playing – I'm not even playing him over CeeDee Lamb. I wouldn't play him this week over Michael Gallup. Yeah. Like, because of the, the yards that are being thrown in Dallas, I would rather have – 
I would rather have Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, or CeeDee Lamb over Hollywood Brown. Yeah. You know what I, just, I mean? Like, yeah. But in a deep league like we have, I yeah, mean, he's at the bottom. He's literally my last roster spot, and that's so okay. awesome to have yeah. Hollywood Brown in my last roster spot. Yeah, I love having guys like that in my deep rosters, but like shallow rosters, like where you have like one or two flexes. I don't like having that because those games are normally fairly close, and I don't like I don't like having to rely on a guy where he's going to blow one of his four or five games where he has like thirty points. Um, yeah, so, I agree. Yeah. Who else do you have? Do you have anybody that differs from me or? Um, I'm this this whole running back situation. I want to stay away from. Um, it's just not one that I want to be involved in. Mark Andrews, I would I love to have him as my tight end. Uh, Lamar Jackson, of course, I would love to have him as my quarterback. But other than that, other than Marquise Brown, um, other than Marquise Brown, Mark Andrews, and Lamar, I honestly don't really want to roster anybody. That's just my personal opinion, though. I don't like taking part in backfields where there's a lot of names. So Absolutely. All right, let's move on to the Cardinals at the Panthers. Who do you have for the Cardinals? Um, Cardinals, well, Hopkins, he's going to be the best wide receiver in football this week. Yep. Um, Panthers, D-bat, defensive backs, if you hear our other uh, matchup episodes, I'm a Panthers fan, and we have the worst secondary in football, hands down. Um, Hopkins is going to eat. Um, Kenyon Drake, I'm still holding out hope for Kenyon Drake. Oh yeah. Like, this is his get right game. This is his get right game. I, that's what I said last week. You know, I told everyone to go put him in DFS lineups and he didn't do bad, but I thought he was going to blow up. But this is this, this week, I think he still has a get right game this week. Um, cause it's not like they're using other running backs. They're just throwing the ball a ton. They had to, um, cause Detroit was actually giving them the work last week. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I like, I still like Kenyon Drake. I still think he's a buy low option. I would go after him. Absolutely. Um, if you have Kenyon Drake though, I would pick up Chase Edmonds. I think he's one of the better backups in the league. And I don't think there's really another name behind Chase Edmonds that you have to worry about. Um, so let me ask you something. Everyone on Twitter, all podcasts are saying go buy low on Joe Mixon. Would you take Joe Mixon and go trade him for Kenyon Drake rest of the season? Cause I no. would. I would rather – oh, you're saying would I rather have Joe Mixon or Kenyon Drake? I'd rather have Kenyon Drake. I'd rather yeah, trade okay, Joe okay. Mixon for Kenyon Drake. Yeah, okay, yeah, I would too. If I could trade Joe Mixon for Kenyon Drake, I would. Joe Mixon oh, yeah. has a I mean, terrible just... offensive line, and he's not yes, like a very good yes. offense. Everything about Kenyon Drake's situation is pretty good, except for the fact that they pass the ball a lot. So um, much. But I, I still think this is the still the best time to get Kenyon Drake. If he blows up, you're going to lose your chance to trade for him. Yep, so. I agree. Um, on the Panthers side, I have Teddy Build-A-Bear. I, I love him, dude. He, Man, if I could get him right now in a two-quarterback league, I, I, I love him. I, I love how much they pass. I really love um, how much he loves the deep ball with Robbie Anderson. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I really like him in this game. I mean, you saw Matt Stafford. I mean, they just beat the Cardinals. So um, I, I really think I, – I think Teddy Build-A-Bear has a great game. I think Mike Davis has a great game again uh, on receptions. Uh, Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore, but I actually put trade for DJ Moore because DJ Moore is the better receiver, yeah. and he's going to have his breakout game, and he's not going to slow down. Yeah, DJ Moore last week, the char- the Chargers did everything they could to bottle him up, and it worked. He only had like yep. two catches for like 40 yards or something like that. Um, I think DJ Moore is a great buy-low option, and I liked what you were saying about Teddy because I think the Panthers – are kind of like a knockoff Dallas Cowboys this year yeah. In, in the sense that our defense is terrible and that we're always going to have to throw the ball. 
because that's been our game script every game this this year so far is we've had to just chuck the ball and that's why guys like Robbie Anderson are so valuable right now um but yeah on Panther side I like Robbie Anderson love DJ Moore he's a buy low option as well um Mike Davis the targets were there that's all you want to see really he yep, had, he I had, agree. How many catches did he? He's had 17 targets had, over the last two weeks. He had eight. Yeah, he's, he had eight. He had eight catches. Yeah, he's had 17 targets over the last two weeks, and that's probably not going to change until Christian McCaffrey gets back. Oh, yeah. So that's that's all I really care about for Panther side, honestly. Moving on to the Vikings at the Texans. Um, for the Vikings, I have Kirk Cousins. I actually think he's a sneaky stream this week. I actually think he's a great DFS play because he's going to be cheap, cheaper, but he can give you huge numbers. He had a good week. Um, he did, and I think Justin Jefferson opens up this offense, and I think oh, Justin yeah. Jefferson opens up Adam Thielen yep. to be Adam freaking Thielen. <laughs> yeah, if you didn't say it. Um, oh, my gosh, I love Adam Thielen so much. He's one of my favorite receivers to watch. Yep. He's such a stud. He has such a – catch rate it's insane yeah um and then obviously dalvin cook i mean you saw uh you literally saw um who ran against the titans last week um the ti- who did the titans oh my gosh play? oh no dalvin no i'm sorry i messed up uh dalvin cook ran all over yeah, um <laughs> uh, the the titans and then james connor ran all over houston and so dalvin cook is gonna run all over houston i mean this could actually backfire with me on on kirk cousins be a sneaky stream because it could literally just be the dalvin cook show this week i mean houston's defense is just really bad yeah they're not great dalvin cook i mean he's been even with the limited touches he had weeks one and two he's still produced but this last week where we saw the offense actually click um, Justin Jefferson opened up this whole offense. I feel like Kirk Cousins couldn't hit Adam Thielen. He was trying to feed Adam Thielen. He couldn't because he was getting blanketed. If they're gonna, that's what they're saying. If you want to blanket Adam Thielen, we'll just throw for 175 yards to to Justin Jefferson. So if that's what you want to do, you're gonna have to put a guy on Justin Jefferson, and Adam Thielen's gonna open up, and then they're also gonna have the threat of Dalvin Cook. I think this al- offense could take a step forward if they keep doing what they did last week. I agree. So. Who do you have on the Texans? Texans, David Johnson, I actually think he's going to have a very good game. I do um, too. The only thing I, I'm worried about is Duke Johnson looks like he's coming back this week. Um, and he had five touches week one before he got hurt early in the game. Um, but David Johnson looked way too good for uh, for him to uh, – Come in and eat a significant yeah, yeah, yeah. role. Yeah, I think Duke Johnson's just going to be their third down back, honestly. Um so, yeah, I like David Johnson. Will Fuller, I would play him because I think he's going to have the most targets on this team. And uh, Brandon Cooks, I would play if I'm desperate, but I don't love Brandon Cooks. I don't, trust him. The, I don't trust him. The Texans have been pretty um, vulnerable to big play type of guys, and Brandon Cooks is that type of guy, and so is Will Fuller. Um, so maybe one of these guys could be a good DFS play. Um but if I had to pick between the two, I'm picking Will Fuller. Agreed. Um, now, do you have Deshaun Watson on there? Uh, no, but I'm playing Deshaun Watson. Now, I have to buy Deshaun Watson on the low because I I'm agree. telling you right now, their their schedule, the next four games, oh my money, son. Yeah, the, I mean, the I would go actually, snag Deshaun Watson. Yeah, the Texans have actually had a pretty hard schedule uh, to this point so far, like as far as like defenses that they've gone against. Um. So, 
Yeah, Deshaun Watson's a great buy low option if you need a quarterback. Um, and I think this offense will probably like David Johnson, probably a good buy low option as well because he's been getting like 11, 12 touches a game because of game scripts. So yeah, I think I think David Johnson's a buy low because if he starts running the ball 20 times a game for over 100 yards and a couple touchdowns, you're gonna wish you bought him. Yeah, absolutely. So. All right, moving on to the Giants at the Rams. Who do you have for the Giants? LOL. <laughs> Giants, literally the only Giant that I think I would want to play is Darius Slayton. Yep. That's... So, and I don't, I don't really love it either because Sterling Shepard's on IR. They can probably just blanket Shepard or uh, um, Slayton. Evan Ingram. He hasn't looked very good to this point of the season. I think he had a good week last week, but the first two weeks he looked pretty bad. He was dropping passes. Um, Giants offense is just something I don't really want to be a part of. I would take Slayton because he has that big play potential. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Daniel Jones maybe for game scripts, but he's too prone to turnovers now. Like, I don't really – I don't really want – if you're in a league where – which is most leagues where you lose points for fumbles and interceptions, I don't really want Daniel Jones, honestly. So you saw what Cole Beasley did uh, to the Rams this past week with over 100 yards. Do you see Golden Tate maybe being a sneaky play? Yeah, I could um, see that. But even last week where their game script was perfect for a guy like Golden Tate, he didn't – He only saw seven targets. Yeah, I mean, seven targets is a decent amount. But, I mean, you got to get the ball to him first. Yeah, that's the problem. I mean, the problem is Josh Allen's throwing to one player and Daniel Jones is throwing to the other. I mean – (laughs) yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it's just not – it's not an offense that I really want to be a part of, and Devonta Freeman's not going to fix it. Um, no, he's not, I absolutely I don't not. Want, I, don't I, don't want, want, I don't want any player in that backfield. Slayton's probably the only person I would have rostered. Um, maybe Golden Tate if you're in a deeper league just to see if he start, if those targets are still there. Um, but, yeah, other than that, Giants, I'm not – I don't really want any part of it. Um, Rams, though – the Rams have a lot of players that I want. This, yeah, this, they do. The Rams offense, it seems, it's, my, it's one of my favorites right it now. Seems it's one like of my favorite offenses to watch. Potent offense, yeah. Um, like the run game, Daryl Henderson. Like I know, oh, I love him. I know they say they want to use the committee, but if they're smart, just keep running Daryl Henderson. Like, why would you go away from him if he's doing what he's doing? He looks like Todd Gurley from a few years ago. I mean, he the really dude does. is stuck. He really if you does. you better go trade for him right now because after this week you're not going to be able to trade for him. No. Yeah, I agree. He's a guy that will win you a league that you picked up off the waivers. And I believe that's the kind of talent that he is. Yeah, and I believe that if he is producing like he is and he keeps doing it, and I mean he's got a pretty good matchup this week to keep doing it. I don't see how they go away from him. Like yeah, Cam Akers and Malcolm Brown, they might come they might take some touches away from him to give him a break or something. But Daryl Henderson is one of the best backs so far in the league. One of the most productive backs in the league so far. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Cam Akers looks like he's going to be out this week, too. Um, even if he does play, I'm not worried about Daryl I don't Henderson. want him. I only want Daryl Henderson exactly. Jr. That's it. He's balling out. All right, so to the wide receivers, Cups and Woods, I would play them both. They both seem like they have um, pretty high floors. And, I mean, we've seen the ceilings for both of these guys, and they're pretty high. Um, who would you rather have, Robert Woods or Cooper Cup? Oh, I like Cooper Cup. I, 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 I'm, a, I'm a Cup guy, man. I think the ceiling is a lot higher for Cup 
but I think the floor is higher for Robert Woods. Oh, agree. And I think agreed, he's going to be more cons- consistent. He's going to be more consistently consistent, if that makes sense. Um, no, that yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. I had Robert Woods last year. I actually just acquired Cooper Cup this week on yeah. a trade. Yeah, so yeah, I I personally would rather have Robert Woods, but it's so close. Like it could be either of these guys' week weeks. Like Cooper Cup was some weeks is going to be both. It, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like Jared Goff, he's also another waiver wire target for me. Oh gosh, I love him. He's only owned in 85 percent of Yahoo leagues, and I have him as I have Lamar Jackson. He's on my bench just so no one else can have him. Um. Because I don't want to go against Jared Goff with this offense to work in the way it is. Yeah, so, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, Tyler Higby, one of the top tight ends in the league right now. Um, I would, oh, he's going to eat on the Giants. Yeah, I would just play him. Just play him. Um, let's see. Yeah, I think that's all I got. Um, this week, who would you rather have, though? Cooper Woods. Who do you think is going to have a bigger game? Cooper Woods or Cooper Woods? I, 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 think, I think this is Cooper Cup's game. Okay. I, can, I, do. I, can see I don't really feel like it's going to be a huge game for the receivers. So I feel like what you can get in the first and second quarter is what you're going to get yeah. for the entire game, because I feel like they're going to run the ball with Darrell Henderson Jr. So much. I mean, dude, they're going to be so ahead. It's going to be over. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. That's all I got. I, I like if it was a, if it was a respective opponent, I actually would say woods um, on a deep bomb. Like I, I would say, well, I think he gets his normal, you know, amount of targets and receptions, and I think he catches a deep bomb this week. But the Giants are so bad, dude. They're going to be ahead. They're going to run the ball game script. I think Cooper Cup probably has like 80 or 90 yards, um, you know, with like eight receptions, and they're up, you know, 24 to three. And it's the Darrell Henderson. It's probably the Malcolm Brown show in the second half so they don't injure their freaking stud running back. I mean, honestly, this is how bad this game could get. Yeah. Yeah, I was honestly surprised. This is kind of like not what we were talking about, but like I'm honestly surprised that – they drafted Cam Akers so early after they invested. They traded up to draft Daryl Henderson last year, and he only played a little bit last year, but he was pretty productive when he did. So it was just, to me, surprising to see them draft Cam Akers in the second round when they have a good backfield already. But Oh, yeah. Um, I, I don't understand it, but it, don't, it doesn't matter because Cam Akers, that's so not Cam Akers. My back. question to you is, because Daryl Henderson is – he seems like he's injury prone so far. He was hurt last year. He's already been hurt this year. He missed week one. If Daryl Henderson got hurt, who would you rather have cup or I mean, uh, Cam Akers or Malcolm Brown? So uh, Cam Akers was actually on uh, waiver wire in the ESPN league. I'm in, and I picked him up two weeks ago. And uh, that's because if Daryl Henderson Jr. goes down, and I think that's why they drafted Cam Akers so high. Okay. Um, and uh, I would rather have Cam Akers. Cam Akers is a stud. I mean, when when he's healthy. And so I think it's Cam Akers' backfield if uh, Darrell was to go down. But I, I think he's, dude. I don't know. I just I think he's a stud. Yeah. I really do. I think I think he's he's one of those backs that's going to win you a league. Honestly. Yeah. Okay. All right. Moving on to the Patriots and the Chiefs. Uh, with the Patriots, I got Cam Newton. Rex Burkhead and Julian Edelman. I don't really want um, I don't really want anyone outside of that. The only reason I say Rex Burkhead is because Bill Belichick is so nifty in the way he uses Rex Burkhead. And Rex Burkhead is just such a, a hustler, dude. Um, he's going to score you points in a PPR league. Now, the moment James White is back, well, I don't know. I, I wrote this that if Rex Burkhead does this multiple times, I think it becomes his backfield and James White has to win it back. Um, but 
Um, I think a stash could be Damian Harris, but honestly, I don't want any of this backfield uh, moving forward. And then the Chiefs, I got yeah. Patrick Mahomes and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Uh, then I got Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. I mean, it's the usual. Like, the Chiefs are just freaking awesome. I mean, Miko Hardman could be a stud one week in your league because the amount of uh, – the amount of like targets and just yards and just the playmaking ability of Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I want somebody from that offense. Yeah, I think this will be either the first or second highest scoring game. Um, I think you're going to play both Patty Mahomes and Cam oh, yeah. no matter what. Um, Chiefs side, yeah, you're playing Tyreek Hill, you're playing Kelsey, you're playing Clyde. Like that's just that's just going to happen. Um, Sammy Watkins, I'm I've never been a Sammy Watkins fan since he really been in the since he's been in the league. Um, McCall Hardman, he's too big play dependent, uh, yeah, prone, yeah, or dependent, yeah, um, to for me to roster him. Um, on the other side, though, I liked, um, yeah, I agree with you that if James White doesn't play this week, I like Rex Burkhead, I like Edelman this week, but I also liked Nikhil, I like Nikhil Harry this week, I like him in deeper leagues, absolutely. They didn't have to throw the ball last week at all. So Julian Edelman and Nikhil Harry didn't do anything. I know a lot of people were upset about that. Um, but they're going to have to throw the ball this week. And who are they going to throw it to? I mean, I guess they can throw to Rex Burkhead now. They know that he can do what he can do. I mean, they've probably always known that. But I still think that Nikhil Harry um, is the next next in line behind so Edelman. So uh, I actually went and rewatched this this whole game. And Cam was madly inaccurate. Like he missed Nico Harry and Julian Edelman multiple yeah. times um, on on targets that would have improved their days drastically. So I don't see him yeah. like Cam is not inaccurate in prime time. He's not, and so um, you are going to see him ball out. And I think you're going to see Nico Harry and Julian Edelman ball out this week. I do. I agree with you on that. Yeah, They're going to have to keep that's up. All I got for that one. Just play pretty. Yeah, just play every offensive player pretty much. All right, moving on to the Eagles at 49ers. Um, I'll, I'll be real quick on the Eagles side uh, because you can move past everyone. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry, not the Eagles and the 49ers because nobody even wants to talk about that. Uh, the Bills and the Raiders. Who do you got for the Bills? Oh, my gosh, I love the Bills. I actually ordered a Josh Allen shirt because I just love him so much. <laughs> yeah. Like oh, my gosh, Twitter. I love him. Um, yeah, Josh Allen, of course, you're playing him. Uh, rest of the bill side digs. He's either had 86 yards or a touchdown so far. He's a stud. Um, he's an every week star. He's, he's so good. Yeah. He's honestly, he, if we had to redraft now, he would probably be a third or fourth. Absolutely. Pick, honestly. Um, John Brown, I'm not freaking out after his, per, like no catch performance last week on his two targets. Um, I still think I would I would roster him. Oh yeah, I mean he went out with the calf injury and he's not practicing this week, so he's injured. I mean, and yeah, there's a couple there's a couple leagues that I'm in where people just drop them and I've already put. Oh my lord! Oh my gosh! You've got a Um, wide receiver three if you get him. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So I'm not I'm not worried about John Brown at all. Um, going to the Devin Singletary. I love Devin Singletary. I'm playing him. Zach Moss is back this week, but if the Bills are smart, they're just going to keep running Singletary like they did last week. Oh, he looked so good. I rewatched that game, dude. He looked so good. He looked so good, yeah. He He broke eight tackles in that game. Um, I mean, he just looked like a stud. Yeah, I don't don't know why they want to hold back Singletary. Maybe it's because he's injured. Yeah, I agree. 
but he he just looks so much better than Zach. And the Raiders' run defense is the worst um, in the league. I mean, it's terrible. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I love, I love. Would you play Cole Beasley this week? Especially um, if John Brown is out. Yeah. If John Brown's out, I'm 100%. I want to play Cole Beasley or put him in DFS. Yeah. I like that. I mean, he put up what, – what was his it was like, last week? He had over 100 Yeah, yards, like right? 103 or something like that, I think, on like 10 targets. Yeah. I mean, he had 10 targets. Dude, he hasn't yeah, had yeah. under seven targets this year. I mean, he is a great – if you are in a deep league, Cole Beasley is going to give you points every single week, no matter what. Yeah, they honestly – they don't like – I mean, I'm not going to say they don't like it, but they haven't really run the ball, like heavy run the ball like this week. I, like, I don't think even with Singletary and Zach Moss playing, I don't think they've exceeded 20 rushes. Oh, no, this is the Josh Allen show, dude. This is the Josh Allen show. Yeah, He's a sure. stud. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that last – the last play of that game was – Oh my gosh! Like, <laughs> or like the the Josh Allen. Oh yeah, I mean it was amazing, was nice. dude. Now, if you're thin at receiver, would you play Gabriel Davis if John Brown's out? I mean, he had four receptions for like 81 yards, I think, this week. Um, I I don't know if I can put him in my lineup. I could roster him if I'm in a deep league and see what happens. But as soon as John Brown is back, his spot's gone. See, yeah, I don't. Yeah, like I just don't think they ha- can feed feed him. Like, because they want to put the ball in Stephon Diggs, John Brown's hand, Cole Beasley's hand. Um, but, it, yeah, if John Brown's out, I could see a world where I would play him. Now, for the Raiders, I got Josh Jacobs, obviously. I, I mean, he's an every-week start. Do you agree? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Darren Waller, every-week start. Yep. And now I'm going to – I think he's going to tear – I think Waller is, honestly, a really good – one of the best tight end plays this week. Um. Because Gesicki, when he played them, he tore him up for 130 yards in a TD, and he's really the only good tight end that's played them so yeah, far. Yeah, I agree. So, so I think Darren Waller could tear them up as well. Now, Ruggs and Edwards are both not practicing and both probably not playing this week, so I'm firing up Hunter Renfro. Oh, absolutely. I love Hunter Renfro this I week. I mean, DFS, yeah, I mean, PPR, standard, I'm firing him up. Like, I'm firing him up in every oh, everything yeah. I can. He's a, he is a more athletic, better Cole Beasley. I mean. Yeah. And I think going back to uh, Josh Jacobs, I think Josh Jacobs will also tear up the Bills this week. Daryl Henderson just. Oh, my gosh. Yes, this is. Dude, him. if they're smart, they try to control the time of possession and rush the ball with Josh Jacobs. I mean, they need to give him 25, 28 uh, carries yeah. this week. And even and even the, the week before that where Miami played him, Miles Gaskins put up 79 yards on for only 13. Touches. Oh yeah, like their run defense is very can, susceptible. Yeah, you can you can run on them for sure. And Josh Jacobs is the best running back they've probably played so far, or they're going yes. to play so far. Now moving on to the Eagles at 49ers. Um, again, I'll make this quick for the Eagles. You got Miles Sanders and Zach Ertz. I mean, and I'm only playing Zach Ertz because there's so many injuries. You know, I mean, if you are yeah. like absolutely yeah. decimated at the wide receiver position, and Alshon Jeffrey does play this week, you can play him. But, I mean, dude, there's so many great pickups on the way board. Like, I'd rather play, play Hunter Renfro over um, over him. I mean, I'm not – like, their their upcoming schedule is horrible. So – Yeah, I don't – I only wrote – I actually have a lot written down for the 49ers, but Carson Wentz, he looks terrible. I honestly don't even think I want to play um, Carson Wentz this week until he just stops looking like – booty butt cheeks yeah i mean he is um, abs- that's the no definition Goddard. of him booty butt cheeks yeah 
Um, Dallas Goddard's hurt, so I love Zach Ertz even more now. Um, and let's see, Greg Ward is the only wide receiver that maybe, just maybe, I would play, but I'm not. I'm not going to stick around with him very often, even if he does. Play. I agree. Um, Miles Sanders, he's the only guy that I want. He's literally the only person I want on that offense yeah. right now. And he actually so. was questionable today in practice. I'm a, I, he was limited with a, a glute injury, so that's something to monitor yeah, there so, for all yeah, you Miles so, Sanders yeah, owners. Yeah. Who do you have for the 49ers? Yeah. Uh, 49ers, it's really just a question of who plays because they have so many injuries. Jimmy G is on the wrong side of questionable, and he wasn't. He didn't practice today from everything I read. Um, Kyle Shanahan said George Kittle is good to go. So George Kittle is going to play. So fire oh him up. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, Mo- Nick Mullins actually, he threw for 343 yards. And, and he could do it against the Eagles week. this week. He could do it again. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Brandon Ayuk is, uh, if he's out in your waivers, I would go pick him up. And if you need flex help, absolutely play yep. him this week. I feel comfortable oh. playing him this week. He's literally playing the Debo Samuel role. They use him in the passing game. They use him. In, he ran the ball three times for 31 yards in a touchdown. He looked great. He had eight targets, eight targets, five catches for 70 yards. He was a first round pick, so he's got the first round uh, um, tender on him. I mean, and uh, Trent Taylor, like he re-injured his foot. That's what Debo Samuel injured. I mean, this is an injury yeah. that is so prone to re-injuries. So what says that we don't rush him out? Like, why would you rush Debo Samuel out there out of all the injuries that you've seen your team have? Yeah, until Jimmy G gets back out there. Like, Debo's not going to play this week. He's no, just not. absolutely like, not. Everything that I've read is if he comes if he comes back, it's probably going to be next week or after that. So he's almost guaranteed not to play this week. Um, continuing Mostert. Um, I don't think he plays. I haven't re- I couldn't find I couldn't really find any information on him um, from when I looked on Twitter. I tried to see if he was practicing or not. I couldn't find any information on it, but I think he's not playing. Um, so if he doesn't play, I would play McKinnon again. Um, Jeff Wilson Jr., if I had to pick between McKinnon or Jeffrey Wilson, I'm picking McKinnon just because Jeff Wilson didn't really get involved at all until the second half. And all of his production came off of um, catching the ball. And he was not very efficient when he was on the ground. I think he ran like 12 times for like 15 yards or something like that. So the only thing to monitor with McKinnon is a rib injury. So uh, I don't know if he's even practicing right now. Um, so that would be the yeah, only if thing. He, if he, yeah, yeah, if he doesn't play, then Jeff Wilson's there only. But I don't so. actually want to play Jeff. I actually wrote that down. I don't want to play Jeff Wilson. I don't even want to play McKinnon because either. the Eagles run defense is stout, son. Yeah, I, w- I like McKinnon, though, because he's so explosive and he can catch the ball at the backfield really well. Yeah, I agree. If he's um, if he's in, you have to play him. I think, I think the top players out of um, San Francisco, though, that I want to play, George Kittle and Brandon Ayuk. Yep. Those are really the only guys that I'm really looking to play. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it for 49ers-Eagles for me. Moving on to the Steelers and the Titans, which I think will be a Monday night game. Uh, from what I saw on Twitter, it says CBS was being told the Monday night game. Uh, it would be a Monday night game. So uh, I think every, I think you'll have your, your Titans and your Steelers, um, you know, for week four with your, with your fantasy league. So don't be freaking out. Don't be trading nobody for, you know, stupid stuff. Cause you're freaking out uh, for the Steelers. Actually Titans are my team. So you talk about the Steelers. All right. Steelers. Um, so you guys know that if you've heard the podcast, you know, I've kind of been throwing shade at Deontay Johnson uh, a lot. And now he's got a concussion. And my thing is, if this game does get delayed, 
to say Tuesday, he's got that much more time to get back in the lineup. Mm-hmm. But for my my hopes, I honestly I don't want to wish more injury upon him. I hope he comes back healthy and all that. But I want I think James Washington is a better player. I, I really think he do. looked great. Um, and I think he's the replacement for Deontay Johnson if Deontay Johnson sits. I don't think it's Chase Claypool. I think Chase Claypool's role is just going to be his role. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I don't know why people are so high on Chase. I'm like, dude, it's James Washington. Did you watch the game? Yeah. Um. So, Juju. Juju, I think this is going to be the best game he has all yep. season. Well, not all season, but to this point in the season. I think this is his get-right game, especially if there's no Deontay Johnson. Um. Eric Ebron. He... Big Ben threw the ball to him a lot as his security blanket, and Eric Ebron caught. Oh yeah, I put him down. He looked good. I put him down. If Deontay Johnson is out, you better fire up Eric Ebron, man. Even if he's not, I think uh, Ebron. If you need tight end help, I throw him in there because I think he's going to catch at least four or five passes a game now. Like he, Big Ben really likes. Oh yeah, and he's a stud. I mean, he's a receiving tight end. He is not a blocking tight end at all. Yeah, so uh, going to James Conner then. Um, James Conner didn't look explosive at all, but when you would look at his stat sheet, it was like, oh, he's actually doing really good. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's just that. Like, he has total control of that backfield. Like, he just does. So until he gets hurt, which is – it's probably until he gets hurt, not when he gets yeah. hurt. Because um, he's going to get hurt more than likely. Um who, so, what backup do you think is more valuable, Benny Snell or Anthony McFarlane? Because Anthony McFarlane looked really Yeah, good. I would rather have Anthony McFarlane. Uh, uh, I, I, like I, th- I think so, too. Benny Snell's coming off a fumble last week, and he's not been very efficient. He got stuffed at the goal line this week, and Anthony McFarlane looked really good. I think if they had to get, if James Conner got hurt today, I think they would go with Anthony Oh, yeah, McFarlane. I'm stashing Anthony McFarlane. So, if I'm a James Conner owner and you don't have Benny Snell or, or Anthony McFarlane, you're smoking something. I mean – that dude is gonna yeah, get hurt. He's going. He's going. I mean, he's gonna produce, but until he gets hurt. But man, I would. I want to have Anthony McFarlane because that's a dude who could take over that backfield. Yeah, yeah. All right, Titans. All right, my team. I think the Titans will end up being three and one this week. Uh, I think their defense is just too susceptible, and I hate to say it. Uh, their run defense is so stout, but you obviously have to play the king. Uh, uh, Derrick Henry, you have to play him. I mean, he's just a stud. If we can manage to give him 30-something carries, we win this game. I mean, that means that the game flow is in our hands. Uh, that's the way that Vabro likes to uh, likes to play. So you've got to play Ryan Tannehill as well, uh, Jonu Smith. And then my guy, that I, my wide receiver, the only wide receiver I'd play is Khalif Raymond. Uh, he's a stud. I mean, he caught all of his targets. Uh, Ryan Tannehill's deep ball is so incredibly – incredibly accurate it's kind of insane uh and so that's Khalif Raymond he's the big play the the big play guy sorry for some reason I can't talk today uh it's probably because I'm trying to talk too fast but the big plays are going to be there they're going to have to make big plays in my opinion to be in this game and those big plays are not going to Corey Davis I'm not a Corey Davis guy I'm so glad we did not pick up his fifth year option but I am a big Khalif Raymond guy after watching him finally get his chance I I love him yeah I actually wrote like, out of all this game, I actually wrote the most on him. I wrote Khalif Raymond is an interesting guy. He could be the, the speedster that they need. He had three targets for three catches for 118 18 yards, and he fell just short of the goal line on, like, a 65-yard touchdown. Yeah. 
Um, and he also had a 40-yard catch. Oh, yeah. So, and on that 40-yard I mean, catch, I mean, he guys, had so much separation. I mean, it was it, – He really It did. was sweet. Um, yeah, and uh, you guys haven't really had a big play guy since – what was his name? It was a long time ago. He was like a first round – it was like Kendall something. I can't even – I can't remember his name right now, but it was like six or seven years ago. And It was like Kendall something, but – you guys, you guys, I think could use Khalif Raymond. I picked him up in one of our leagues. I spent fab on him. I probably spent like, say, if our, I think if it was like a hundred dollar budget, I probably spent like, like eight or nine bucks. On yeah. Him. Well, I actually think he compliments AJ Brown super well. Whenever AJ Brown comes back, like AJ Brown is not your yeah, seventy dude. yard, like you know one catch receiver. Like AJ Brown is your, uh, you know. He's your Devontae Adams. He's your DeAndre <laughs> yeah, Hopkins. He, like he's the I need fourteen he, targets. If, yeah, if he but if he get if he catches a long one, it's because he caught it thirty yards out and then he just outran everybody. Or he or broke he tackles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, ground. yeah. Yeah. He's such a I love AJ Brown. But I yeah. he needs that other guy to get to to get them from stop blanketing him. I mean, he has to have that yeah, other guy. Yeah. No one's afraid of Corey Davis. No one. No. As an AJ Brown owner, I'm happy to see Khalif Raymond out Absolutely. there as well. So, do you think AJ Brown's coming back this week? I hope so. I, I, if he comes back, I, I think so we too. win the game. If he's not coming back, I don't yeah. think we win the game. Yeah, he's such a he's such a. I can't believe he was a second round pick last year. I can't believe it. He was so he was one of my favorite wide receivers going into that draft class. I think oh, you guys so got good. Such a... Oh yeah, we did. I mean, we got one of the top. I mean, from like you know, fantasy footballers talked about this in the podcast, but last. You know, last season from week seven on, he was the number one uh, wide receiver for yes, fantasy. I mean, so he's so good. good. I love him. And he has such a rapport with Ryan Tannehill. And Ryan Tannehill is so accurate. Uh, and that just shows you what Adam Gase does to his players whenever they're under him. He just – he's a horrible coach. I hope he gets fired <laughs> after Thursday night. But uh, enough with the Titans and Steelers. Uh, tighten up, baby. I really hope they win. Lastly, Monday Night Football, Falcons at Packers. Who do you got for the Falcons? Uh, Falcons. I mean – you're going to have – you're going to play Matt Ryan in this matchup, oh, yeah. I think. Um, Calvin Ridley, got to play yep. him. Julio Jones, if he, if, he, if he plays, which it seems like he's not going to play, but if he does play him, if he doesn't – if Russell Gage plays, play him, play oh, him yeah. if, if Julio's not. But he's, he's also hurt, and I think everything I read is Russell Gage probably won't play either. Um, so in that case, Hayden Hurst Hayden – gets a big boost oh well. yeah i agree um but yeah offensively weapons the only guys i would actually like roster and put in my lineup that i would be excited about is hayden hurst and calvin ridley and matt ryan um brian hill looked really good brian hill is the backup for atlanta if you don't know who he is he had like a 40 yard touchdown he looked really good on it um he looks better than todd Gurley. oh he looks he way better does. he is a dfs play yeah, for me yeah. this week i'm telling you the game script favors yeah, yeah. brian hill yeah, he just he if you're a Todd Gurley owner and Brian Hill's out there, please go pick him up because even if Todd Gurley doesn't get hurt, I mean, I feel like it's going to go to a committee back eventually cuz Brian Hill just looks good. Oh yeah. He just I agree with you. And and chances are Todd Gurley probably does get hurt at some point. So yeah. Is that all you have for the Falcons? Yep. For the Packers, I got Aaron Rodgers. I mean, obviously, the dude's playing out of his mind. Um, I got uh, Aaron Jones. You have to play Aaron Jones. Devontae Adams, if he's, it looks like he's going to play because it's a Monday night game. 
Um, and then you've got to play Alan Lazard um, uh, on the other side of Devontae Adams. I mean, I, I think he's a great play. I think he's a great bench stash, honestly, because Devontae Adams is so injury prone. And then uh, my my bold prediction is Robert Tanya. So Falcons are one of the worst teams in the league for uh, tight ends. And so uh, Robert Tanya is building a rapport with Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers loves him some tight ends in the red zone. And so I'm a big Robert Tanyan guy. Um, I feel like he's going to get a Tanyan points. So uh, I really feel like he's he's a guy, dude. Like, I don't know. He's a guy that you're going to put in DFS going to be on like 0.8%, 0.6%. If he has two touchdowns, I mean, he's one of the top producing tight ends of the week. So uh, he's a guy that I think you can confidently pick up and play in this game. I'm not saying you can play him every week, but I'm saying you can play him in this game because of how bad Atlanta is against the tight end. Yeah, I like Tanyan. Uh, are you worried about Jay Sternberger at all? Taking away snaps or taking no, this or no? like Sunday night proved to me that Tanyan's a guy. He's he's the pass yeah, catching okay. guy. For right now. I mean, yeah. he's just the one with the rapport with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I get. That. I would rather have Tanya too. I was just wondering if you were yeah. worried about uh, Sternberger. No, I wouldn't be either. Rookie Titans never really make it. All right, guys. That was our week four matchups. Let's move on to our week four, my guys. Um, I'll give you mine, and then, Noah, you give us yours, all right? All right, at the QB position, I got Deshaun Watson, my man. Uh, Deshaun, I believe this is his uh, going to be his best game of the year. I really do expect him to carve this defense up one side and down another, and it'll be his biggest and best game this year. At the running back position, I got Darrell Henderson Jr. At the Giants, I expect him to feed this man, uh, and the Giants' run defense is really, really bad. Uh, the wide receiver position, I got Stephon Diggs at Las Vegas. I expect him to have a top 12 performance this week. I am all in on the Bills until they let me down. And at the tight end position, I got Robert Tanya at Atlanta. This is a very risky pick, uh, but Jimmy Graham just took us back eight years with his performance last week. Uh, and you saw what Jimmy Graham did with uh, Rodgers. So, um, uh, I, I, I mean, I really, I really am uh, expectant on Robert Tanya. Like, you saw what Jimmy Graham did with Rodgers when he was there. Um, and I, I feel like Robert Tanya's a lot better, obviously, because he's younger. But um, – I feel like this is my tight end pick for this week. I don't feel like he's going to let you down. I feel like he's going to get you a touchdown. Yeah, I agree with all those. Um, for my guys that I went with, I went with guys that I think, like there's no chance that these guys are going to bust. Like I think all of these guys are going to produce this week. Um, so quarterback, I went Kyler Murray. Um, he's playing Carolina. Like I said before, Carolina's secondary is terrible. Um and I think the Carolina offense is good enough also to keep this game um, to keep this game competitive and they're gonna need to throw I agree. The ball. So I love I love Kyler Murray this week. Uh, running back, I don't think he will be like the highest scoring running back this week, but I think he's gonna be one of the safest. Um, and I think he could be high scoring is James Robinson. Um, Cincinnati's been getting torched on the ground. And James Robinson is game script proof. So even if they go somehow the Cincinnati goes up on the Jaguars, James Connor, or I'm sorry, James Robinson will probably get another five, six catches. I agree. I field. love that pick. Oh, I love that. Pick. So, yeah. So at wide receiver, it would just be really easy to just say DeAndre Hopkins, <laughs> but I'm not going to do that. Um, so I'm going to say Juju. I think if Deontay Johnson doesn't play, I think this is going to be a really big game for Juju. Like those Juju games we saw where he's like a hundred. I agree. Oh, I love Juju this week. I think it will. I love him. 
yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be that kind of week for for Juju. Um, tight end, Darren Waller. He's honestly one of my favorite, if not my favorite tight end this week, other than Travis Kelsey probably. Um, Waller, I assume, if he's going to be fully healthy um, this week. Last week, you know, he had like two catches for like – Oh, it was so bad. Or something last week because – because of two things, I think he probably wasn't all the way healthy, and Bill Belichick. You called it. You down. said he would like either take out Josh Jacobs or Darren Waller. Well, he took out both. He took out both. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's really easy to, and I'm kind of worried about that. I think they need Henry Ruggs back. They need to have Hunter Renfro or another they guy do. to step up. I agree. That's all they need to do. It's shut down both of those guys, and they're good. So yeah, I love Darren Waller. Uh, yeah, that's all my, my man. Guys I love you guys. Um, all right, now onto the last segment of today's uh, couple episodes. We got DFS picks. I'll give you mine, and then I'll let Noah finish it off with his. QB, Aaron Rodgers at Atlanta, $7,100 in DraftKings. Come on, that's a steal. Uh, running back, Devin Singletary against Las Vegas, 5900s on DraftKings. Las Vegas is the 32nd ranked defense for rushing. Uh, wide receiver, you got Will Fuller, 5900 versus Minnesota. Minnesota is one of the worst uh, against receivers. Uh, tight end, Dalton Schultz, 4,300 versus Cleveland. I think Cleveland's ranked 31st against uh, tight ends. And then defense, you've got the Rams at 3,900. And then I did a sneaky play here. I did the Jets at 2,400 against the Broncos. That quarterback play <laughs> could – I mean, I could see Maybe, I could yeah. see three turnovers. I mean, we have no idea. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, I don't that's gonna, that they're going to lose. They could lose, that but they still got three turnovers and a yeah. pick six. They're a great defensive pick. Yeah, yeah, you're right. All right, so so mine for my uh, I picked three from each position, and I just went with guys who I think are going to exceed their um, their price tag. Um, so I did both DraftKings and FanDuel, and just for a heads up, because the DraftKings and FanDuel prices they are really so are. different. DraftKings you get DraftKings you get fifty thousand dollars salary to build your team, and in FanDuel you get seventy thousand. So the FanDuel guys are always going to yeah. be more expensive. Um, so I also had Aaron Rodgers on there. He's seventy one hundred dollars DraftKings, eight thousand uh, Fanduel. Yes. That's a steal. Kyler Murray seven thousand against Carolina, eighty four hundred. I'm sorry, seven thousand DraftKings and eighty four hundred Fanduel. Um, Cam Newton is only six thousand. Oh, that's a steal. That's a good one. Um, yeah, that's a really good one. And only seven thousand nine hundred uh, Fanduel. Um, I think all of those guys, they're a hundred percent going to be there. I agree. Oh, tag. I love those picks. Um, running backs, I went James Robinson. He's 6,500. That's not cheap, but it's not expensive. And I think he's going to exceed that price tag. Uh, FanDuel though, he's only 66. Oh, that's a steal on FanDuel. That, yeah. Yeah. So fan, FanDuel is where you really get the value. I think out of James Robinson, um, David Johnson, $5,600 in DraftKings. I don't really see a world where he doesn't beat that unless he gets hurt or something. Um, like he was down there with guys like, like I can't. Remember, it was like Zach Moss. And, oh my lord, uh, that's so much value like against Min. Like, 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 oh my yeah, gosh, like, dude, against Minnesota. Like, yes, dude, sign me up. Yeah. So David Johnson, he's a great steal. Uh, fifty-six hundred DraftKings, sixty-seven hundred, um, Fanduel. Kenyon Drake, he's only six thousand dollars again. He was six thousand dollars last week. He's six thousand dollars again this week. I feel confident playing him again. I think he, I think his his day yes, is coming. I agree. He's too good of a running back not to. They're just not utilizing him right, and when they do, they're going to figure out that they've been messing up this whole time. 
So 6,000 uh, DraftKings, 7,000 FanDuel. Wide receivers, Brandon Ayuk is only $5,000. That's a good play. Draft, I love that. Draft, I yes. love that play. Yeah. And fa- FanDuel, he's only $5,100 in Gosh, FanDuel. So, so you, if you go – if you go guys like Cam Newton, um, James Robinson, and Brandon Ayuk, you've only spent – on three positions, you've only spent less than $20,000, and you have three big names right there. Well, Brandon Ayuk isn't a big name, but he's a steal. Uh, Juju, $6,600 DraftKings, 7200 FanDuel. Um, DJ Moore is only $5,600 this week. In FanDuel or DraftKings? Um, and DraftKings. He's only 5600 Good Lord, that's crazy. So he's in. He's going to be in most of my lineups. Yeah, um, Fanduel. He's six thousand eight hundred. Uh, on to tight ends. Darren Waller is only five thousand two hundred. He's like the fifth or sixth um, cheap, or he's the fifth or sixth ranked uh, tight end in there. So there's like five or six more expensive guys than him. Um, so he's five thousand two hundred DraftKings, six thousand seven hundred Fanduel. Hunter Henry, who seems to like he's got a really high floor. Is only four thousand six hundred dollars. Oh my Kings. lord! Fire him up! Oh yeah, he'll be yeah. in a lineup of mine. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and he's six thousand. So four thousand six hundred DraftKings, six thousand one hundred FanDuel. Zach Ertz, I like he, this week. He's got just because he's got no Dallas Goddard, and he always seems like he can just sneak in for a touchdown. Um, he's only five thousand three hundred, uh, and six thousand five hundred for FanDuel. Um, defenses. I picked the most expensive defense because I honestly believe that they're not going to do anything. Or I think they're going to be worth the money. Um, is Ravens the Ravens defense at Washington oh, yeah. is four thousand dollars and five thousand Fanduel. I just they're the most expensive one, but I honestly think if you go with some of these cheaper guys that I just named, you can probably get away with getting the Ravens defense. Um, Seahawks at Miami Seahawks just because. Um, they're $3,400 DraftKings, 4000 FanDuel. Just because Matt Ryan – or I'm sorry, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is always prone to throwing three or four interceptions at any point in his life. Um, that's really the only reason. But Fitzpatrick also has the ability to light him on fire. So this could be – this is a risky play, I think. Yeah, that's a big time because that's one of the um, worst secondaries in the league. But I know what you're saying because they will have a game where they have yeah. three interceptions. They just will. And, like, they will be picked 0.2% yeah. and that person will cash out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then my last defense is Bears at Indianapolis. They're the cheapest defense that I have on here at thirty-one hundred dollars and four thousand one hundred draft or Fanduel. Um, I just think that Philip Rivers they don't ha- they don't have the offense, and the Bears defense is still good. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that pick to, to do that. And yeah, it's I mean it's a cheap one. Um, I mean, I picked. I I think if the best bang for your money though is still Ravens against. Washington. I think Ravens against Washington and Rams against Giants. Opinion. I think that's the two best. Um, yeah, that is Rams against Giants. I don't know how I let that one get past me, but yeah, that's a that's probably the next. Best yeah, one, I like the Ravens though against Washington. My lord, Dwayne Haskins could throw four picks and he gets benched. I mean, that's two pick six. That's yeah. two pick six territories yeah. or yep. two touchdown territories with the defense against Washington. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Man, I love talking football with you. I love, uh, you know, we've been on here for almost two hours now, multiple di- different episodes, and I honestly could probably go another hour because I just love talking football. Uh, I love when you hop on here. Um, I, I really, I, I, I love your DFS picks, man, and I loved your my guys. I, I know all of your my guys are going to overexceed uh, the expectations. Uh, I love talking matchups with you, man. We, 
obviously you're hopping back in uh, uh, next week, man. I, I, I love you, bro. Uh, I can't wait to talk fantasy again. Everyone out there, I'll see you next time. What is up, everyone? I hope you have had a phenomenal uh, week six in season long in DFS. I'm Thomas Lee, your host of the Every Guys Fantasy Podcast. And uh, I was supposed to have Noah with me today, but plans changed. So I'm going to run through the week six recap, and then I'm going to talk waiver wire targets, and then I'm going to talk seven uh, players you should trade. Uh, I might not do it all in this episode. I'll break it up a little bit, but you you can expect Noah back when we talk week seven. Uh, matchups. I'm super excited. Now let's do this thing.